Welcome back to the Ride and Laugh podcast. We are stoked to be here with you. If you love mountain biking, you are in the right place. Picture your last group group ride, a whole bunch of buddies. You had a great time. Maybe you hit a drop, maybe you hit a jump, maybe you ran some tech, maybe you climbed a hill faster than you ever had before. The stoke's high. You're back at the parking lot. You're hanging out. You're talking bikes. You're talking tech. You're talking progression. That's what we do here every week. Ride and laugh. Sage, Trail Sage, how are you today? Oh man, Danny, I am I'm still smiling from this weekend. Like this weekend was all about what this podcast is. Yes, man. Yes, yes, yes. Tell us. Uh well, this weekend was awesome. And it's something that was a long time in the in the works. Uh, I never really thought it was gonna happen. Um, but we won't keep the listener in suspense. We both, um, and and Sage led the way on this one, but we both cleared a pretty significant feature, a really significant yeah. gap jump, uh, I guess about probably about a 15 foot. Is that what we're guessing? Yeah. Yeah. I think about 15 feet. Yeah. And it's uh, it's a more of a step down kind of like semi jump drop. Yeah. Um, very gapped, <laughs> very dangerous. No room for failure. Um, you know, and no room for really like messing up the landing either. It's a, it's a trail. It's absolutely a trail. You come in hot and we've looked at it before. There's two lines. There's a very, very tech line that has fallen apart. Um, but it's still techy, but it used to be really techy. And that was what we used to do. It's pretty techy getting into it. And then (sighs) the actual, uh, jump itself had been recently fixed up. And Sage started talking. Hey, they said that they did some work on that on that drop on the on the, the trail. is called Hans Ray. And if anyone that doesn't know, Hans Ray is an iconic mountain biker known for his trial skills and just all around mountain bike badassery. So <laughs> when you're naming a trail Hans Ray, it's kind of a no joke trail. <laughs> In fact, Sage put together a, a little video of it on Trail Sage. You can go and look at it. It's one of his. Uh, is it a Sunday Shred video? Uh, it's not labeled a Sunday Shred, but yeah, basically a Sunday Shred. It's labeled. What's it labeled? If anybody wants to see the jump, uh, it's labeled right now. Four, uh, years. four years in the making. Yeah, yeah, four years in the making. Anyways, Han, Hans Ray uh, commented on it, so that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, cool. That was cool. <laughs> but what we what we want to talk about today is 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 not just uh, gloating and being all stoked uh, for all you got all of you guys uh, over over hitting this feature is, but how this actually came to be. And Sage and I feel very strongly that it's a visual visualization technique, and that's what we want to talk about today. We want to teach it and reinforce it we want to answer any questions that anyone has ride and laugh one at gmail or if you have done similar techniques or if you have something on your bucket list we're going to talk about that we're going to be writing down bucket list of things that we want to clear whether it's something on our local trail or just something in general or even a fitness or an ftp number you want to hit uh, depending on your training so there's a ton that visualization can do for you um, but let's get into that, Sage. Let's let, tell me about how you were starting to to manifest this this feature in, into existence. Uh, you know, for your for your skill set. You know, uh, before before I do, I just I, I want to. I think everybody has that Hans Ray moment. You know, it, it might not be, it might not be the exact thing that we just did, but m- maybe it's just a drop for you, or maybe it was. Um, 
a, a climb that you've never cleared, but like everyone I think has that Hans Ray moment. And that's, that's really what this is about. But I, I think sports about largely right is, is, yeah, is progression. Yeah. And if you can go out on a ride and, and clear something that you don't usually get. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Then it's just like, yes. You know, I mean, yeah. how many rides do you go on where even if it's an easier ride and there's like three or four tough spots in there and you got yeah. two of them. I, I know I'm yeah. laying in bed at night thinking about those two spots. Like, yeah, that was awesome. So yeah. stoked. And, yeah. And, and that's where it starts. It starts with, with visualizing that, right? So you've ridden by this or you've tried it a bunch of times. And then, you know, this little thing just pops into your head and you're just like, man, I think I can do this, you know? And the, the think is the first part. And then actually visualizing yourself doing it is just like, ah, it's, it seems like such a simple thing to do. And it's like, mm, yeah, okay. But like really thinking about all the little intricacies, you know, of, of what goes into to doing that. <sighs> yeah. From start to finish, you know, and just really visualizing that through. And I, I think you do that better than I do actually. Well, I think you do it again. We've talked so many, uh, so much already in our, in our first couple podcasts about your intuitiveness with this stuff. And uh, so mm. I, I don't know if I planted the seed of, Hey, we should visualize. I, I mean, I certainly do. And I was doing it before I knew it was a technique. Yeah. I was, I yeah. was just doing it. Um, mainly I was just daydreaming or, you know, or, or distracting myself. I, I, at one time I was doing uh, Pilates class at the local gym twice a week. And it's like this, this crazy core workout. And she would have you in these planks and side planks, you know, for like a minute, minute and a half. And, and your core is just on fire. And I would get through it by like just daydreaming about mountain bike stuff. Yeah. So I would just like start thinking about features. And, yeah. and let me tell you, it's a great distraction. And I don't know if it's the chemistry of like the effort, putting in the effort and also visualizing at the same time. I mean, I don't know that anyone else has, has stumbled across that, but it seems very powerful. Yeah. Like when, yeah. So, but if you're working out and you're doing like some core work and, and you need something to think about, think about something that you want to get on the bike. I'm, for me, that's always been really helpful. It's a, it's an odd kind of time. I don't know that you would want to do planks just to visualize. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do you find yourself visualizing the whole thing from start to finish or just that specific moment or, or, you know what I mean? Like, are you taking, if, if we're talking about Hans Ray, are you visualizing the whole drop in or is it just, just that gap? Yeah, I would, I would say it's both. I mean, I thinking more about the gap, but I think if you, if you really want to start getting comfortable with it. Yeah. Think about your mindset. Think about your body position coming into it. I, you know, that's really part of the success of visualization is, is using your senses and you know, the human mind can create something that we feel is real. You can do the opposite also. You can create fear. I know I've laid in, uh, in bed at night thinking about features that are coming up the next day that I'm worried about and I can't sleep. Because my yeah. body's now in a stressed out mode. It's in, it's scared. So, you know, you have to be careful. You can do the same thing in the other way. If you start, if you keep thinking about something that you fell on and you keep thinking about it, then you're not putting yourself in a good position. So it goes yeah. both ways. Um, but yeah, as far as the entire, doing the entire feature, I think that's a, probably a good idea. 
especially if you know especially if the trail leading into it is a little bit gnarly which hans ray is it has a really steep slab section going into it and then you're coming around this turn and there's a certain spot where you're letting off the brakes and 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 getting the right speed and i think it's a good idea to kind of lock in that entire mindset of what you feel like same thing with nico's drop which is a it's another we're talking about mm. hans reyes at mount penn and riding that stage of my favorite trail system uh great absolutely great trail system with just yeah. everything you could want yeah. there um but there and then there's a famous jump line there of professionally built jump line called uh skyline and there's a there's a drop that goes into it that is really really rocky going into it <laughs> So it's hard to keep the speed and not look at the rocks and then hit the drop. It's just more yeah. of like a head game kind of feature than anything. And we've done it a million times and I've also screwed it up a couple times. And 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 sometimes I, I lose a little bit of sleep thinking about that one. But if you think about like starting at the beginning of the trail and getting into that flow state and then and then as you come up to it, you know, just keeping your speed and dropping in. So. I do, I do, I do think that it's a good idea to visualize as much as, as much as you can. Yeah. What do you I, do? I've, yeah. So I don't, I don't know that I actually go into that much detail, to be honest. Yeah. When I'm, when I start dreaming about a feature, right. And, and I'm thinking back to the two biggest ones that, that we most recently hit, you know, we had um, that huge, really steep slab. And then obviously this, this Hans Ray one. And in both cases, um, the thought popped into my head, right? So we rode by both of these features, you know, in, in both cases, we've seen people do it. And I just kind of start thinking about like, well, first of all, is it in my wheelhouse, right? That's the first question I ask myself is like, is this in my wheelhouse? And in, in both cases, I stepped away with that saying, yeah, it is in my wheelhouse. And in the, in the slab case, it was so steep and so scary. I, I felt like I was on the cusp of it being in my wheelhouse, but I felt like I was almost there. And, and the difference between Hans Ray and the slab was our trip to uh, Blue Mountain Reserve, where we had done a bunch of slabs and that upped our confidence level. And so when I revisited that slab, I was like, you know what? Now the, now I can actually see myself doing that slab. And with Hans Ray, we had just started kind of doing some more jumping. And then when we had watched one of our friends do it again, the visual popped in my head. I said, you know what? I think we're ready. I think we've done enough of these gap type jumps while well, we haven't done that specific one. We've done similar distances. And so that visual popped into my head and it was a very positive image, right? It wasn't a, a image that was like, Oh no, you know, like nervousness and like, Oh no, what happens if you crash? This was a very, like, I could see myself doing the actual jump or I could see myself doing the actual slab. And I think that's really important because when I'm at the trailhead, right, I'm at the start of that gap, that same visual, that positive visual is, is what's running through my head, you know? And so when I'm, I'm at the top and I'm like, okay, think, and I'm seeing myself do this. And, and that to me is, is probably the most important part of, of the whole process, you know, having a positive feeling about the gap jump, you know, if you, or, or whatever, whatever it is that you're trying to go for. If there's a negativity, that's probably a sign that you're not ready. And I don't mean like, um, 
what am I trying to say here? It's, it's like, it's, there's a healthy nervousness and there's a, oh no, nervousness. And I don't know how you can tell the difference, except that you can feel it. You know, it's okay to be a little bit nervous and a little bit scared. That's natural, but you have to know the difference between that. No, no, no nervousness and the go, go, go nervousness. Yeah. You have to absolutely be ready to full commit. When you start getting onto these higher consequence features, now obviously you want to start smaller. You know, you start visualizing, you start smaller and 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 safer. But yeah. when you get to these, yeah, when you get to these big bigger features or these higher consequence features, like a gap jump, a tabletop is different. You can land in the middle. You know, yeah. so a gap jump, there's there was no place to land. You have to clear the whole thing, or you don't you don't even want to take your mind where that would go uh, naturally. So. Yeah, feeling those, feeling that negativity, feeling that fear, and not being able to commit is just going to be really dangerous. So it's it's, it's a fine line, and it's a beautiful thing yeah. about mountain biking. It's it can be so many different things. It can just be like a straight fitness sport. It can be uh, a lot of technique, and then, and then there's there's these moments of progression, or uh, it can be a high risk. They can be, I mean, it's going to be crazy high risk. What we're doing is, is really very, you know, we're within our comfort zone, within our skill zone, but still high risk if something were to go wrong. Yeah. Uh, And we've talked, I did want to clarify a little bit because we talked in the first couple of podcasts quite a bit about our injuries. Sage and I are not always injured. We've had, we've been mountain biking (laughs) for a long time and uh, there will be injuries. If you ride all the time, there will be injuries. I, I really hope if anyone's starting out, or has been riding for a couple of years or, or just hasn't gotten injured yet. I, I really hope that you don't like, yep. we don't want all these injury stories and ours are unfortunate. And and I do believe that they were really due to some ignorance. I would say each one of our crashes, some ignorance on our part or a little bit of hubris um, and, and not really knowing what we were doing. So, but that might be a different conversation. I mean, yeah, that is a different conversation, but I, I don't know that I would go that route, to be honest with you. I, I think it was more not giving the – whatever it is that we got hurt on, the proper respect that it deserved, you know, and, and taking things too lightly. I, I, I We had talked about it before, but injuries often happen on the trails that you're most familiar with because, yeah. oh, you know, I don't need to, to worry about that. I've done this a million times or whatever, and that's yeah. that's when, you know – that's when things go wrong for me, uh, Dan. But before we go off on that tangent, I, yeah. I, I'd love to know. I'd love to know what you were thinking at the top of the trailhead. We had just seen we had just seen uh, Logan and Evan, who are really good riders. Evan is a, a is a pro rider, uh, and Logan is a very accomplished uh, mountain biker. And we we watched both of these guys uh, do this gap, the Hans Ray gap, and man, they made it look so good. And, and suddenly it was our turn. And, and I just, yeah. I want to know what, what, what were you thinking at the top? Well, when first it was Evan, Evan went and Evan has so much steez and style and popped off of that thing. And uh, I was like, oh, I, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't do that. The arc in the air didn't look like anything that I, that my bike was going to do with me on it. <laughs> <laughs> and and there's video on on Charles says there's video of Evan doing it. He's actually in the thumbnail because he looks so good doing it. He's mm-hmm. an awesome rider, awesome yeah. dude. And he doesn't. He, I mean, he just and he's also the first person that we saw do the, the really steep slab. The other 
really, really uh, hard feature on Mount Penn that we're kind of working our way back up to. And he did it. And he came in with trials moves and hopped around and got himself into the right spot. And, and then, uh, you know, just, just casually rode down this thing. Uh, it's just, you know, there's just some riders that some guys got all the luck, you know, and I don't want to call it luck. Because he's a good, he's a good rider. That's an old, it's so an old talented, song. Yeah. That's quoting. Yeah. Um, and then, and then Logan did it and really smoothly. They both did it multiple times for us. And yeah. That I was, I said, okay, that looks like something I could do. And Logan's much, much better at jumping and probably at riding bikes than me, but, but, but that looked familiar. And they told us the speed. And I was looking at it. I was looking at it. And I thought that was my first thought was, yeah, I think we can do this. But I didn't really want to. I didn't really oh. want to. Because <laughs> it was scary. That's terrible. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was like, yeah, I, I think we could do this. But like, if Sage doesn't want to, I'm fine with that. Uh, but we were hanging out there for a long time. And yeah. I wasn't getting nervous because I was just talking bikes with the guys. There was four or five of us hanging out there. We were talking yeah. bikes. I was talking to, to Logan about my the coil shock and how to set it up. And uh, that's a different conversation on coil shocks. Very interesting experiment I'm, I'm going through right now. And Sage is like, just like, laser focused on this thing and to the point <laughs> it's getting to the point where i was like oh he's i think he's gonna i think he's gonna do it which means that i might need to like start paying attention here because if sage does it and he tells me danny it's smooth like i'm doing it i signed a contract unwritten <laughs> that if sage tells me danny it's smooth you got this i gotta do it so no, he he is. Uh, I have the utmost confidence in, in Sage, and and vice versa. If we're like one of us, he's he's been doing things first recently. You have been doing things first recently, uh, because uh, I think you know I, I broke my face pretty good and just been a little bit hesitant. But uh, so yeah, so you're up there, and you are taking deep breaths, and you're getting into the zone, and then like two guys just wander into the bottom of the trail and start walking up the trail, like oh look at that gap. That's pretty sizable and they were super nice you know but i was just like uh sage do not go like wait yeah. until he's I, I can't believe that that didn't buy so he ends up having a you ended up having a crowd of like and suddenly there was seven people there or something and yeah eight eight didn't people bother yeah. you, right i think it was six people i don't know but didn't bother you and you were in your ready position for what seemed like 20 minutes it was probably four or five oh. minutes yeah yeah, and it was forever. Yeah, I started to. I was like, "Oh, this is this is happening. This is happening." He's going for <laughs> it. You did a run in, then you went back up, and man, you made it look just butter, just so smooth, just rocked it. And then afterwards, and this is part of the visual visualization. Also, afterwards, the stoke. Oh my gosh, the celebration, the emotions, all your buddies yeah. hooting and hollering. Yeah. You know, you're giving hugs and everything. When you're visualizing doing something, that's part of it. You want yeah. that feeling. You want that feeling. And it's you have to be careful that you're not doing something to get that feeling. Yeah. Oh no, right. That you're right. not ready for, right? You're yeah. like, oh, I really want to, I really want to be talking about having done this later. Like I and, and maybe it's on your mind for a while leading up there. Like, I want, I want to hit this jump. I want to hit this jump. I want to hit this jump. And if you get to it and you're not ready, respect that. There's a, there's yeah. next week. There's next week. Do not do something you're not comfortable with. But when you're visualizing, yeah, 
I did it. I cleared it. And then just the feeling afterwards, the feeling afterwards, because what you want to do is raise that positive vibration. You want the high vibration you want. Um, and, and, and that's where positive energy comes from. That's where action comes from. So yeah. that, that feeling of stoke is, 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 as in mountain bike world, that's the highest vibration you get, right? Yeah, yeah. What were your What were your thoughts going into it? I mean, at what point? I mean, were, so you were you you were a hundred percent confident at some point. You're like, okay, now I got it. Yeah. So you get to a hundred percent, or are you like living around ninety eight percent and you know whatever no. happens happens? <laughs> no, no, it's 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 full commitment for me. If I'm not if I'm not one hundred percent sure. It, yeah. It's not happening. I, I've walked okay. away from many a feature um, yeah. when I don't feel 100%. So that that has to be part of how I feel about the – no matter how I felt about the visual, once I get to that feature, I have to feel 100% like this is in my wheelhouse. I, I would have had to have been riding at a very high level that day. So the confidence and, – and that had happened. We had – and it's all in that in the video that I posted, but we had done several features – um, before that, this was probably the last thing that we did that day. And, and we had had pretty good success throughout the day on all these other, like Nico's drop. You had mentioned Nico's drop. That's a significant drop. I mean, the drop itself is very easy, but the jank going into it makes it that much more difficult. And that was one I actually had to hit twice, but on that second one, I really felt good. And so mm -hmm. we're stacking Look wins, good. right? We talked about that last week, stacking wins. Mm -hmm. And so we're stacking wins all day long. So when I got to the Hans Ray gap, that feeling was very positive for me. I was like, okay, you've been riding really good and you had this good visual. And I just, I felt it. And I think that the trickiest thing for me wasn't the people there because you're, you're right. I, I think that that would probably bother a lot of people, you know, just having like a crowd and like having pressure, but pressure it's, it's one of those things, again, I'm, I'm able to kind of just block that out like that. It just doesn't bother me because I'm not focused on that at all. Um, the part that bothered me was I, I had gone through my pre-ride routine. You know, I had gone, I, I did this silly thing. Maybe it's not silly, but um, I just, I exhale. I exhale really hard um, and I do that on purpose, but that's part of my routine. So I'm, I'm doing the visualization. In this case, I was actually literally talking to myself. I was like, you got this. Uh, <laughs> I think I even cursed in the video, which I bleeped out, but I just, I'm like, dude, you got this, you own this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was ready to go. And all of a sudden I saw the people and I was just like, oh. <laughs> you know, I had to stop and then regroup. And that to me, that was really hard. That was really hard to kind of, I was literally just about to go off and I was like, had to hold up and then had to go through that whole process again. That was probably the most difficult thing, but getting back into that mindset. So resetting, getting back into my mindset, I was glad that I was able to kind of refocus because a lot of times that might've just like thrown you off. And if it does back it off, back it off and just say, forget it. But for me, I, I, I was able to recenter myself and gosh, the thought that was going through my head and this might be terrible too, but the thought that went through my head was it's going to be done and over in less than a second like before you yeah. know it it's going to be over and yeah. and that was that was actually motivational for me it was like mm. no you're not this isn't going to be a 10 minute ordeal this is literally going to be a second 
You know, and yeah. that was actually a positive feeling for me. Like I was like, okay, you know what to do. And it, and it's, it's almost like getting a shot at the doctor and you're just like second, you're just like, okay, it's going to, it's just going to be a second. It's going to be over, you know? And, and maybe that's a terrible example because it, it's, that's a very negative, you know, getting a shot is negative, but the point is like, it's not going to be forever. It's going to be a second and you're ready for this moment. And that's, that's, that's the feeling that I want everyone to recognize is you're ready for this moment. You know, like mm -hmm. all the hard work, everything that you've been doing was preparing you for this moment. And if you visualize it and you're feeling it, then you are ready for this moment. Commit to it and do it. And that's what I was thinking in my head. So I'm at the top of the trailhead. I go through my breathing exercise and I just say, let it go, Sage. And I just boom. So when you, yeah, it was, and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. When you're visualizing, are you also imagining the, 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 the audible, the, the, what you're saying to yourself, are you also thinking you got this, let it go. Are you thinking things like that? Or say, even saying them out loud. I mean, what, what do, you, do you have a process that, that includes that? Yeah. So uh, if it's a feature like Hans Ray, right, where we had never done this before, it is audible. You, you, if you were next to me, you'd be able to hear me say these things. Uh, when you're if visualizing. It's a feature, when you're visualizing. You mean at the top of the trailhead or in my, in like the daydream mode? The daydream mode. Daydream mode, no. The daydream mode has no audible anything. You know, it's just literally seeing myself do this feature and it's, it's just a very positive, warm feeling. Do you um, think adding that would make it even more powerful? If you added, as you're thinking about doing it, you got this, you got this. Yes. Um, I don't know. That's a great question. I, I've never tried that. It's never adding another my... sense besides visual. Now you're adding right hearing. I mean, what you want to do is enter into the emotional state of where you are so that when you yeah. get to the actual point, you're comfortable with it. You've already been there. You do have. Yeah. It. Yeah. That's an interesting that's we should point. Play with. I don't know that I do it either, but I, I think I feel like that's something we should play with. I do say yeah. things out loud, but not yeah, in do. specific. I do say things <laughs> like I'm a good I'm, I'm good at jumping mountain bikes. I, have to, I told the story before where I was in the car and I would just say, I'm good at jumping mountain bikes. I was listening to this book on manifestation and, you know, of course everyone's manifesting, you know, getting a private jet or something like that. And I was like, I'm, I'm a manifest jump mountain bikes. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's like, why can't you manifest anything useful? Just, just with the bikes all the time with the bikes. No, um, you didn't say that. Cause I never, I didn't tell her. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could manifest fixing that fence out back. It's been broken yeah. for a month. <laughs> Just kidding. She would never. My wife's awesome. Uh, no, but she's yeah, awesome. So, yeah. so, so I would, I would say, yeah, I'm good at, I'm good at mount, I'm good at jumping mountain bikes. I'm good at tack. I'm good at steeps. These are things that I want to be good at, and I'm, and so I'm starting to say them out loud. But I, I just, I just wonder if that would add a little bit more power to the visualization technique. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be curious to, to kind of try that out and, and see if that works. So, but you didn't answer my question. So, so when you were at the top of the, the trailhead, what was your process? What did, what did you not just visualize, but like, give me the whole thing. Like, how did it feel well, for you? I want to, I just want to circle back to one other thing you said that I thought was really interesting. You said you empty out all the air from your lungs. Mm -hmm. And I think physiologically that slows the heart down a little bit. Yeah. 
So I think, again, that's something you do intuitively and instinctively. And I think that's a, that's a really good technique. I've tried it a few times. When I remember to do it, it does work. I was watching a, a Remy Metallier uh, video. Uh, it was one of his shorts, and he was going down this ridiculous steep. And the whole time, you could just hear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, He wasn't breathing heavy. It was a downhill. It was just yeah. like keeping his keeping his focus and not panicking because it was if anyone's seen this video where he's doing that it's you know it's a ridiculous it's so steep and, and part of the reason you could tell on video is because you can hear the tires just not hooking up you could just hear skidding like yeah he's another level but when i watched that i was like oh i should try that on difficult tech i should try that you know really and and See what happens uh, if, it, if it's good. If it's good enough for Remy. It's good enough for us, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you were saying what was my thought process when I was up there? I asked you a couple questions, and the guys had given us. I mean, Logan and Evan were awesome at like at saying, "Yeah, this is the trail speed. You go, to, you get to this point in the turn, and then you let go of the brakes, and and that's it." And and you had just done it and said that really there wasn't that much to do like i didn't need to boost it or anything like that it was really just a kind of a commitment thing and so i just started getting i just started feeling confident about it you got this you got this and i trusted and i trusted you i trusted the universe i trusted my skills it just kind of settled into it and i use that word more and more just trust i think i yelled down even though i knew what you were going to say. And I knew that I had it. I think I yelled down. I got this right. Just cause I wanted to hear you say, yeah, you got this. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and then I, and then I went for it and I, I, the first time I did it, I did, I, I landed, I did not go quite fast enough and I landed a little bit, uh, rear end heavy. I, I, and what our buddy stick said was, I think you weren't going fast enough and you threw actually threw the bike in front of you a little bit to land. I think that's why you landed like that. Yeah. And I was like, well, I, I, right away. I was like, I'm, I want to do it again. I can, I can do that a little bit better. But that also gave me a little, when he said that, that gave me a little bit of confidence because it's like, I could make a micro adjustment here. I didn't think about doing that. Yeah. You know, I was in the air. I wasn't going quite fast enough. And, and my body automatically made this adjustment to land the bike safely. And it wasn't bad. It wasn't done poorly. It just wasn't quite perfect. And so I went up right away and did it again. And the second time I went faster and I hit it much smoother. And, and it, it was awesome. It was awesome. It, it, was, it, was, it was really fun. And it was definitely something that I didn't think we, I, for a long time, I would look at that and I, would just, I was just like, no. And Sage would even say, when we saw that jump, you would even say like, Dan, maybe you're going to do that. I'm not doing that. By the time yeah. I was clearing a little, you know, some more jumps, and you're like, maybe you would get this someday. And yeah, and I was like, I'm not doing this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you started talking about it, and you started mentioning it, and then I saw Logan comment on uh, so an Instagram post or something like that where it came up, and he was saying it was in good shape, and so I was like, I, and I actually thought like I better start visualizing this. Because like, we're we're going to be going, and Sage is going to be possibly doing it. And I want to do it too, and so I was like, yeah. I, I better start visualizing this, and I did. I didn't really remember exactly what it looked like. It was yeah. it was kind of my visual. I, I think you said the same thing. My visualization was pretty rough. Oh yeah, yeah. I I 
I was visualizing, but once I got to the actual feature, I was like, but this looks nothing like what I, (laughs) it's much bigger than I, (laughs) it looked a lot better by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That was, that was pretty, that was pretty eye opening. I did have like a step back moment was like, oh, I don't remember it being this big, but it wasn't, it wasn't a negative feeling. It was just like, oh, this was bigger than I thought, but it it didn't deter me. Um, I wanted to go back to something that you had you had just said that um, I think is also really important, and that was going back and cementing it in. You know, and I I didn't do this gap twice, but I did do it twice on that that super sleep uh, super steep slab yes, that we were talking about earlier. Yes, you um, yes, for the same reason that you talked about. I had I had not felt completely in control. That's not really the right way to put it, but there was, there was just a micro adjustment that I wanted to make. And so I think this is a technique in mountain biking that, that everyone should do. Like if you didn't feel like you were completely in control or there was a small adjustment that you felt like you could make, it's really important that you go up and you cement it, right. And cement it so that when you look back on that, you actually have a good memory, right? I mean, we talked about injury markers, but you want like success success markers too right yeah so when i think about that slab i don't want to think about like oh that wasn't that great you know like i was really i I barely survived you don't want that thought like oh right i did it but it was really scary my adrenaline spiked and i don't want to go anywhere near that thing again yeah right right yeah Yeah. like oh yeah i just got away with one now that's yeah yeah. that's (laughs) happened i've done features and i'm like oh i'm not doing that again i'm glad yeah (laughs) check that one off the list and i'm never doing it again Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. But the fact that that you were given that that small piece of advice and immediately applied that, so now the next time you go to Hans, your memory is like a really good positive one, you know. So cementing something in, I think, is a really really powerful experience, and it's a technique that if you don't already do it, you should definitely do it. At it now on that super steep slab that you did twice, I did once. And I did about a hundred run-ins. Sage has a rule where he only does three. Typically, I've seen you change. I've seen you be flexible with that. But typically, if you don't get it within like three tries, then you say, "Okay, not today." And I've seen you walk away from plenty of things that that just not today, and live to ride another day. And that's awesome. And that works for you. I don't have a number. Uh, much to the chagrin <laughs> of people that I'm riding with sometimes, because if it's sold out, you better put a code on because I'm going to be here for a while working on this. <laughs> I I will I will get to a point where I'll say, okay, that's enough. It's just not happening today for sure. Uh, yeah. But on that on that slab, the slab is partially it's 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 very 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 steep and has a very short landing or run out. And, yeah. but it's super janky coming into it. And so you get to a point where you're just like jank, jank, jank. And then you kind of get over the, and, and you have to like pedal, you have to pedal into this thing. Yeah. So you have to like pedal over a cliff. And yeah, I just kept pausing. I kept pausing. I kept pausing. I kept pausing, but I knew I could do it. And I really wanted it. And eventually I got to the point where it was, I did like four in a row where I was like, that was it, dude. That was it. You just, just yeah. commit. You just got to pedal. And finally I did it and, and it was awesome, but I was so adrenally exhausted from yeah. all the stress of get like, I just laid on the gr- on the ground afterwards and Sage just ye- yells down from the top. Hey, you want, you want to do it again and cement it in? And I was like, no, 
Let's keep riding. I'm exhausted. I don't want to do it again. And for a while, I didn't want to do it again. I I didn't want to do it again. I haven't done it again. But now I'm starting to think about it again. And uh, yeah, we should take a look soon, you know, and um, been visualizing it. And uh, it's the technique that you are going to use is always going to be the same. You're always going to want to come in with confidence. You're always going to want to come in with positive affirmations and use those positive affirmations. When you're visualizing, use those positive affirmations, get yourself in a high vibrational place. And if you want to take it even a step further into the manifestation world is write, write it down. They say that writing things down makes it 75% more likely that it's going to happen. I started writing down that we were doing this podcast. Here we are. I mean, not like starting a podcast is the biggest deal in the world. There's a million of them, but kind of a big deal for us. You know, we're both really busy and we had this concept for a long time and I started writing it down and, and, and I got excited about it. And I'm, and so the excitement kind of leads to it happening. So we create our own futures and we can create our own realities in a lot of ways. I think we're much more uh, powerful in that way, much more in control of our lives than we realize. And and it's not a, it's not a direct control. It's a kind of a directional control. You know, if you're going to be bringing positive energy and, and positive intentions and passion and you're going to have that energy in your life, then good things are going to happen. If you're going to be bringing negative energy and I can't do this or I have to do this or I don't want to do this, then you're you're going to be generating more negative energy. And, and of course, your motivation is not going to be there. So a lot of it yeah. is, it's you know, it doesn't even have to be spiritual. A lot of it is just scientific. If you're excited about something, then there's a much more higher chance that's going to happen. So if you write yeah. down, so I, I I keep a gratitude journal. You write down a couple of things, and you could just and we're going to keep mountain bike gratitude journals. I actually bought three; uh, they were on sale on Amazon. And yeah, right after a ride, you could write down what you what was just awesome and what you want to do next, something like that. And yeah. I I think that would, I haven't done that with mountain biking. I haven't like written down the features I want to do, but I do write down that I want to be awesome at riding tech and I want to be be able to clear all jumps and all drops and, and ride all features. And I want to, and I want to be confident and I want to have the skills to do that. And when I do have the skills, I want my mind to get out of the way so that I can do it. That's, yeah. that's a big one. Cause I think we, we have the skills to do a lot and whether or not our minds get in the way. So yeah, I kind of like the idea of writing it down and then these can also be goals. These can, you know, if, if you're on a trainer and you want to hit a certain FTP and you write it down, you're going to be a little bit more motivated to be more consistent on your trainer. If you have a certain time in a race or a certain time up a hill or down a hill, yeah. you know, we can measure everything now with Strava and trail forks and everything like that. So, yeah, write, write those things down. If you're a racer, you know, it, I, it could be a certain time or, or maybe a finish. That's a little bit harder because you don't know how the other riders are going to be uh, the other racers yeah. but you know just 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 kicking butt and and really feeling ready to get into it and so if 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 this works on the bike then it's going to work in real life too and yeah. you start bringing some of that confidence and flow and vibration to what you want to do in life and how cool is that yeah building building good habits right and just like 
And, and you know what, along with building good habits, routine, you know, like it, it, the last thing that I, I kind of want to bring up about, you know, doing these big features and, and things that you've been envisioning, you have the skill, you've envisioned it, having a routine that you can rely on, um, I feel like is really important and, and figure out what that is for you. You know, and maybe you don't realize, yeah, maybe you don't realize that you have a routine. Um, I definitely have a routine, you know, when, and it, it starts, you know, of course starts with visualization, which is what we were talking about. But oftentimes when I get to the feature, I'll walk the feature and I'll, I'll go right to the edge and I actually stamp my foot and throw my hands in front of me. I picked this up and it's not an original thing from me. I, I picked, Picked it up from a guy, uh, Dom Tomato, <laughs> who's a who's a parkour athlete. And he does these insane jumps where, I mean, we're talking like 20, 30 feet. Just oh, I never knew that. Jumping. I never knew where you got that. I always wondered about that. It just appeared one it. day. You just started doing it. <laughs> I, I love it. And, and the way he explained it was when he stomps his foot down, that's the marker. That was the marker in the final moment. And there was something about that finality that just kind of resonated with me. And I tried it one day and it really felt good. Like I got to the I edge of this. It. Yeah. I stamped my foot down. I threw my hands out in the front, like as if I was throwing my bars of my bike out in front, you know, like here I go, I'm going off the edge. And it's almost that, like you're imprinting it in, in the dirt. Like, I love it. Like you're like, yeah. Yeah. Like it's like a, like a, like a mystical, like, like the energy, I, I am claiming this feature. I'm claiming this jump. Yes. Yes. And yeah. I, I love the way that you just said that. Like I'm, I'm, st I'm sticking a flag, you know, like a, it's, you know, the, the first man on the moon, I'm sticking the, the flag on the moon. I'm yeah. claiming this for, you know, and, and it has that very good feeling to it. So that's, that's, that's step one, right? That's step one of my routine. And the next part of it is getting up to the top and going through this breathing exercise, you know, and just like, okay, breathing, 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 and then the next part of it is, is there something that I do need to be focusing on? So I, a lot of times I do, I empty out my brain, but if there are things in the feature that I do have to think about, and we had talked about this before, if it's a drop, sometimes if you can't see the landing, then you want to pick a tree in the distance, right? So it's just one thing that I'll focus on for the Hans Ray. Um, it was, it's, it's unfortunately what makes Hans Ray somewhat challenging is it's off of a turn. It's not a straight run up and run out. Mm -hmm. There's actually a turn right before it. And what, it, what Logan and Evan had been telling us was the correct speed is once you get off that turn, you let go of the brakes. And so that was the one thing, that was the one thought that I kept in my head. So I go through my breathing process and I put that thought into my head. And then also realizing that once I get past that point, you let go of that thought. Right. That that isn't a thought you hold on to, which sounds like a really silly thing, but learn to let go of that thought. So once I hit that corner, I let go of the brakes. And now the the focus was just clear the brain, let your body do the work. And all of this to say that you need to know what that routine is, because that routine is often going to set you in the right mood, which is a funny thing to say. But like if I don't get that routine down it will screw my run up. And that's why when those people started walking up the path, it kind of like jolted me a little bit because I, I have this routine and it was interrupted. 
But because I had that routine, I was error, able to get error, back into error. the zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But because, I, but because I had that routine, I was able to get back into yeah. the zone and, yeah. and go for it. Yeah. Could you take yeah. something like that into your regular life when things get stressful or your mind starts going places that, you know, into a negativity kind of spiral, like all human beings are, are, very much uh, capable of and 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 have, have habitual in doing. Could you, you know what I'm saying? Like, could you have a technique? You have a technique on the trail to get yourself into the right frame of mind. No matter what's going on in your life, you can clear your mind and get into that and get ready to do this positive thing that you want. So, yeah. what about in real life? Being finding a technique to clear your mind so that you don't go into a dark place and that you can keep your vibration high unfortunately in real life a lot of those techniques is not the right word but a lot of the habitual things that i do and i think a lot of people can relate to this are negative things right I, I, when things go bad you know i find myself reaching for snacks right i think that's mm. that's one that a lot of people yeah. can relate to um maybe maybe alcohol is a release for you and so maybe when things are going bad you you reach for alcohol but you know I think a lot of people have those kind of triggers. And I think what you're getting at is, can we replace some of those things with positive things? And I have not been able to achieve that very successfully. There are things that I've been trying to Im implement. Um, but I think this is a better question for you. Like, I think you're really good at at doing those things of latching onto positive things that you, and, and, and even just the way that you talk about things, like we, we had talked about like changing words around, you know? So it's not like, uh, what, what's the one that, that you just came up with? Uh, what's, what's the worst that can happen? You change. What's the worst that what can happen to what's the best that can happen? Like yeah. Changing just one little word. My wife came up with that and, and, yeah. and it blew my mind. And every time we, it's a phrase that you use all the time. And every yeah. time that I think it now, well, what's the worst that could happen? Which is kind of an encouraging thing. It's like, well, well, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Like, okay, that's not so bad. I can deal with this. But then when you switch it and you're thinking about something you, that you're a little concerned about and you think, what's the best that could happen? And you don't, and you, you literally don't think of the worst thing. You think of the best thing. And it's like, yeah, yeah. well, I really like that. Let's, let me just hold that place. Let me hold that space. So yeah, yeah that's, that's a great one. Uh, there's different, there's different things. I, I talk to my kids about different things that are kind of goofy just to get, just to raise your vibration. You could, I mean, yeah. you could just drop and do push-ups until you can't do any of your sit-ups. The yeah. act, the actual act of just smiling actually raises your vibration. So like, even just like putting, put a stupid grin on your face and then go look in the mirror and yeah. tell me you're not going to laugh at yourself a little bit. Just, just yeah. like, just put a big dumb grin on your face, pound your chest like King Kong, you know, stomp around the room and you'll yeah. start laughing at yourself. Put on music and just start dancing like an idiot, which is the only way I know how to dance. And yeah. just start laughing at yourself. And, and suddenly you're in a different, you're in a different place. You're in a different, you're, you've, you've raised your vibration and kind of gotten, gotten out of that just by bringing a little bit of goofiness, a little bit of, of our childhood. You know, yeah. kids, when kids are little, they're usually always happy. It's not until the parents start saying, look, you, know, you shouldn't be running around like with no pants on doing King Kong. All right. 
well, what if I wear pants? But kids are naturally just, just like, you know, we're, 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 we're born very joyful. Yeah. And why bring that up, bring a little bit of that back. Why not? It's, it's fun. And, and lighten up. Life doesn't need to be so serious. We don't need to get so deep into our thoughts and, and analyze things from every different angle. It doesn't, ha- it doesn't work that way. So yeah. getting back to the, the visualization, I think, and being able to do that sort of thing in real life. So you're maybe on mountain biking, you want to write down features you want to do or things that you want to get better at and then write down something that you, some gratitude that you have that something that you did do and something that you feel good about. We've done mountain like gratitude of the week on, on this podcast, which I think is just a, a great entryway into mount, into gratitude for mountain bikers. Yeah. And, and then something that you said that was very interesting was when you were getting ready to do the jump, you said that you, you do all the, you, you do the breathing, you do the visualization. And then there comes a point when you let it go. You let it go. You're letting it go into the universe. And what are you doing? You're trusting the universe. You're trusting your skills. You're trusting yourself. You're confident. And you're trusting that everything's going to work out. There has to be a level of trust there. And, yeah. and you do the same thing in your regular life. You manifest something that you want. Right? I, I, I want, I, I, I manifest myself being wealthy. And you're doing this all the time. You're picturing your bank account and Okay. And I mean, that's a very broad one. They should be a little bit more specific. We can get into it. If anyone's interested, ride and laugh one at Gmail, we can get specifically into that, or I could show you resources, but, and then, and then you let it go. You're not, you don't, you're not necessarily going to be controlling it specifically. So it's not, it's not mystical, but there is a level of trust there. It's that you have on the trail when you're doing something and you're about to do a drop. Maybe you've done it four times before and you, and you had that trust. I know, I know I can do this, but at some yeah. point you're, and you're letting it go and you're trusting and, and that same trust you bring to your real life. And now you're raising your vibration. You're smiling more. You're being a little bit goofy. And then, and, and I got this same thing, same thing right before the feature or the jump or the tech in, in life. I got this. Everything's going to work out. And how cool is that? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> we, we, we can go all, on all night about this stuff, man. It's just we so really good. I yeah. know. I know. Trust skills, trust life. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. I love the synergy between mountain biking and, and life and trust and just the universe just being a good place. If we want it to be a good place, there's a lot of stuff you could focus on. That's, that's not good. Of course. Yeah. But man, forget all that stuff. What's the best that could happen. That's right. What's the best that can happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, gratitude, my, my mountain bike gratitude for the week real fast. Cause we're, cause we're going, we're going late. It's just, it's, it's just the bike industry. I have, uh, I have some new bikes right now and we could talk about those later, but they're awesome. And I was looking through the mountain bike action, uh, buyer's guys. And there are so yeah. many bikes. There's so many brands I've never heard of just yeah. small boutique brands. And there's the major brands and there's just modern geometry and different travel and, and the enduro bikes, you can ride uphill now. And the XC bikes, you can ride downhill. Like there, there's so many bikes that are just awesome out there. And the bike industry is really cool right now. When we were riding bikes in the nineties, they were garbage. Yeah. So, again, <laughs> different different podcast, but 
so that that's what I was going to say for for some gratitude. Sage, anything to add before we sign off for this week? I, I love this conversation. I could talk about this yeah. all day. I, I think you could too. Yeah, let me uh, uh, gratitude and and tip, but gratitude. Um, man, Logan and, and Evan, I, I'm I that that gap jump doesn't happen without Logan and Evan. And yeah, totally. And, uh, I, I can't. And they were so patient. They were so patient with us. Sorry so to interrupt, patient. but they, they hung out with us. And Roman also, who was just he, poor Roman wasn't doing the jump and just had to watch it. But that was probably a half an hour, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, they and, were so and, patient and so cool. And they were that's mountain bike community. I love it. I love the mountain bike community. And they were yeah. just they they want it's how good does it feel when you see a friend send something? You know, right. it's it's almost as good as doing it yourself. Maybe sometimes Yo. even better. Yeah. Yeah, really. I mean, that, I mean, just look at the reaction. If you watch the video and you just the reaction of because everyone's been there, everyone's had yeah. that Hans Ray moment, you know, and and they all knew what that felt like. And so even though they didn't do the jump, I did the jump. They knew what that felt like and the high fives and the, the fist bumps and the hugging. And and but yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful for Logan and Evan being there and giving me the courage and inspiration to make that happen because I'm going through some stuff in my life right now. And that was a win that I needed. And uh, yeah, I can't thank them enough for my mountain bike tip uh, for this show. Um, routine, routine, find, yes, if you it. don't have a routine, find one. And there's nothing that, what's the saying? It's a great artist, uh, good artist, borrow great artist, steal. If you find something that you see somebody else doing and you think that's going to work, try it. There's just build a routine, find something that works and it's going to make a world of difference for your riding. I, I, I promise you that. So that that's my tip of the week. And just to kind of close this all out, I, I, I'd love to know, I'd like people to share their Hans Ray moment. So ride and laugh, uh, one gmail.com. Please tell us about your Hans Ray moment. Yes. Yes. Let's hear some Hans Ray moments. Let's hear some moments that you got through. Let's hear some of your visualization techniques. If anybody's keeping a journal and had success with that, or, or other techniques. Let's, let's hear them. Let's try them. We're all part of the mountain bike community. Mountain bikers are awesome people. When you, when you're on a trail and you ride past a, a mountain biker with a flat tire, or if you have a flat tire, usually there's like a dozen people that I ask if, if you need help. And, and same thing with the features, like, you know, it's just, it's just so cool. And uh, so, so let's have that community here. You can comment on the YouTube channel if you're watching there, or if you want to log in there and uh, certainly send us an email. We would love to talk about some listener feedback on the uh, on the upcoming shows. So ride and laugh one at Gmail. If you're still listening, you are absolutely one of us. You're a mountain biker. You're stoked. You're progressing. You're having fun. Hopefully a little bit of laughs. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. Please subscribe on your podcast player. Please give us a five-star review. Everything helps the algorithm, gets more people listening, more people progressing more people riding. Have a great week. Go out, ride your bikes, ride and laugh. See you, everybody.